despite aiming to boost the electric vehicle network and industry here in America, Elon Musk, CEO of course, techno king of Tesla, has come out describing his opposition to the Biden administration's Build Back Better plan. Tesla, cynic maybe, critic, Gordon Johnson joining us, CEO and founder at GLJ Research. Uh, Gordon, okay, so walk me through the way you're interpreting this. Um, again, I call you the outspoken bear. Uh, you've always got an important take and a different one. What's the take? Yeah, thanks for having me. So I sure. think this is one of the more bigger gaslight uh, we, we've seen from uh, Mr. Musk. So, so, so let us break it down. So, okay, wait, hold on. What's a know, gaslight for those? Uh, I'm, I'm not even sure I've, I've figured it out. I'm not like an internet, you know, uh, commenter, despite what it might look like. <laughs> yeah, essentially blowing gas uh, up your, you know what? Um, so, so let, let me explain. So, there's two different dynamics here, right? There's the seven billion dollar credit in the current Build Back Better bill for electric chargers. And there's no doubt in our mind that Elon Musk is serious. He wants that eliminated. But let me tell you why. Think about this, right? Tesla has no technological advantage. They have no advantage anymore. Let me explain. If you look at the batteries that are currently coming into the, the cars in the US, they're now putting CATL, which are basically um, uh, Chinese batteries in the cars in the United States that anybody could buy uh, they don't give they don't get good distance in the in the cold. Uh, so if you're buying a Tesla car now, more than likely you're getting a Chinese-made battery in your car. That's not innovative. If you look at their autonomous technology, Navigant ranks them dead last. There was a great expose in the New York Times that alleges that they uh, put out this Planet Black video that was completely uh, deceptive. Um, clearly, you know Ford has um, Argo, which is the second-ranked best autonomous technology in the world. They're already, they already have robo-taxis on the road. They have deals with Walmart um, and another big retailer. And then GM has number one autonomous drive technology with Cruise. They already have robo-taxis on the road. So the point is, te Tesla has no advantage. The only advantage they have is their charging infrastructure. So they definitely want that part of the bill to be completely extinguished because if it is, the cars coming to the U.S., right? The Ford F-150 Lightning, the Mach-E, the Mercedes EQC, uh, the, the BMW uh, electric car, et cetera, all of those cars will now have an infrastructure, and thus there will be no advantage for Tesla. That's number one. Number two, with respect to the uh, $140 billion EV credit, he's gaslighting. He definitely wants that. For him to say he doesn't want it, I think what he's trying to do here is, listen, Elon Musk is no longer liked by the Democrat. The reason why is he's anti-union, he's anti-worker, and he has a number of lawsuits against his company um, that allege you know, racism and sexism. So he's not liked by, by the Democrats. So there's no harm in him coming out against this bill because in his mind, and I believe he's right, this bill is gonna pass. But if he comes out against it, it makes it look like he's against incentives. Um, and I think that that's really what he's doing here. But if you look at what he's already done, Tesla has increased the price of their cars over the past roughly one, one and a half months in the US by $7,500. So he's already taken that money that the Democrats are gonna take from us taxpayers and put it in his pocket. So he's already betting on this passing. And one thing I'll say, if he was really serious, he could say, you know what? We're gonna take that tax credit money and give it back to the buyer. I can pretty much guarantee you he's not gonna do that. So this is gaslighting. This isn't real. I think it's deceptive. Um, and, and one other thing, the Ford, so, so the way the tax credit is, is, is made up, 
for electric vehicles. It's it's uh, seven point five thousand um, dollars per EV, and then it's four point five an additional four point five thousand dollars if you're union. Mm-hmm. He does want that union money to get extinguished because that gives enough a, a leg up to Ford and GM. So yeah. everybody claims that Elon Musk is about you know expanding EVs and you know he's for the mission. But in reality, if you look at his actions, it seems like he's very focused on himself and enriching himself. And I think that's what these comments suggest. Okay. Well, uh, with that enrichment, of course, comes with the sale of a lot of EVs, too. Uh, So uh, accomplishing both, at least for the moment. Okay, with the gaslighting stuff, I'm not going to comment on that. That's the view. Okay, maybe there's, you know, a few logical leaps here. Not not absurd. What I will say that uh, is uh, very, you know, mathematically true is the additional money for a union-made car, right? I mean, obviously, uh, that's not going to be something he wants extended as he doesn't use unions. That's been a point of tension uh, to some degree, I guess, uh, for some time now, right? Yeah, that's a great point. And and again, that's just really him focused on saying, look, I want to have the same competitive advantage as Ford and GM. Sure. If you give $4,500,000 of union-made cars, that's bad. How can that be bad? That's good for the worker. But yo, there's one other thing I want to focus okay, on. Okay, well, he thinks that uh, he has a view on union labor, whatever it may be, right? I mean, he's saying he right. wants to be on a even playing field. He didn't get the invite to the auto summit at D.C. either, so I guess the bad blood is for real. Well, I mean, they, the Tesla has gotten you know over $4 billion in taxpayer money in the U.S. They were, you know, They lost money over their first seven years. They were profitable. In their eighth year, I think a lot of that had to do with the Shanghai facility. But I want to take a step back here. Let's think about right the politicians who are pushing this. What is the practicality of Biden spending 140 billion dollars on EVs? So if you think about it, there's 1.4 billion cars on the road right now that account for 12% of global CO2 emission. Right? Biden's bill is 140 billion dollars. On average, it's about 10,000 dollars per car in tax credits. So that equates okay. to about 14 million incremental EV cars. Okay. So essentially that 14 million incremental EV cars is only 1% of the 1.4 billion. So if you take 1%, right, of the, the, the amount of money he's gonna spend, the EV cars, the total cars on the road, you multiply <laughs> that by the 12% uh, um, CO2 emissions that EV cars contribute to the global CO2. And then you consider 40% of the US's energy comes from renewables you get a 0.05% improvement in CO2 emissions by spending $140 billion. This is the biggest waste of money that I've ever seen in any field. It's like throwing an ice cube in the ocean and saying that's going to cool the entire ocean. (laughs) Teardrops and tidal waves. $140 billion and plant trees or take that $140 billion if you're trying to improve people's lives and give them better health care. This is a massive waste of money. No politician can explain it to you. So I think that's something else that people need to focus on. No, I like uh, the, your math. You're obviously, I, I don't know if the, you know, I haven't, I haven't done the numbers on the emissions. I really like the math that you've done here. I think that's super interesting. People should go and check out your math and uh, look at it because of uh, the 0.05%. That's what it comes out to. That's pretty amazing. Uh, uh, I don't think that, uh, I mean, I think you're right. I don't think anybody really knows that that would be the number. I certainly didn't. Again, I don't know your math, but that's pretty compelling. Gordon, I've got one main conclusion from this, though. Sounds like you agree with Elon. Uh, not to I, do I the do. bill. I do. I think, I think he's there right. There you go. You guys have a, a common ground. Think, 
Well, no, I, I don't think that. Listen, the way this bill is constructed, a couple that makes four hundred thousand dollars a year is going to get taxpayer money up to twelve point five thousand dollars to buy a sixty thousand dollar luxury car. Listen, poor people can't afford this. This is reverse Robin Hood, and it's the Democrats pushing this. It's it's crazy. And when you look at the actual benefit to the environment, and by the way, that 0.05 percent excludes all of the mining for the lithium, which is extremely toxic, et cetera. Um, so this is one of the most, uh, uh, you know, ridiculous overpriced initiatives. Okay. And hey, does know, it matter for I the stock? People aren't. People Gordon, aren't does any of this matter for the stock? Does it matter if the bill goes through or not? Do you think it matters for Tesla stock? Absolutely, absolutely. If the bill does not go through, and keep in mind, our government contacts are telling us this bill is more than likely going to slip the next year. And as it slips the next year, our government contacts are telling us January 1st, the probability of this bill passing drops significantly. Huh, so okay. while we do, while our working framework is it passes, I think that it's it's much less likely than I think the market is crediting. And if this bill doesn't go through, it's certainly a negative for Tesla. But okay. we think that Tesla, we think their Q4 deliveries are going to come in around 480,000. That we think the street is once again sandbagging at 462. So we think that's going to be a positive catalyst. But as we get into next year, we think with no new models coming, with Tesla having to significantly ramp up its Texas and its German facility, mm -hmm. where the costs are actually front end loaded, unlike the Shanghai facility, where the costs are extremely back end loaded. We, we, we think that facility, there's there's some shenanigans going on there with the accounting. But we think that Tesla's going to have significant margin degradation next year. And we think they're going to have issues meeting the street's estimate of 1.3 million cars sold. Okay. We think that's going to be very difficult. So we think next year is a very different dynamic. But we All think right. they're going to beat on the 4Q deliveries. Hey, Gordon, what's uh, do you do the price target? Are you in the triple digits yet for your Tesla price target? No. In fact, we're at $67. You're still in we're, double we're digits? Assuming, we're assuming one. It's a one comma stock now. Sixty-seven dollars, Mark. That's our that's our price target, and we're assuming. Listen, Dogecoin is that really the price no, target, Gordon, or is it listen, like just Dogecoin a big sell-off, which has no value and no use? It's valued at ten billion dollars in this bubble market. So when you when you consider that Tesla starts to make sense, at least at, at its current price. But when the Fed steps out and when the markets go back to normal and people look at you know how profitable really is this company? We think it comes down significant. All right. I think our I think our sixty seven dollar price target is going to prove aggressive. So that's where we're at. I can explain okay. to you if you want. I don't know if we have time. Well, we got we're out of time today, but I will say, hey, the the test is coming up, right? I mean, like the part that we end the conversation back on the Fed subject and Powell's tightening and tapering up, and it's the story of the financial world. And we get to test the thesis, right? You admit that, like we should know if the thesis works or not. I mean, he's tapering, right? And just like the thirty second thought, are we going to be able to say a year from now his thesis is wrong or not? Can we finally settle it? I think by this time next year, I will have been proven right or wrong. Yes. Okay. All right. Hey, Gordon, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. You. you got it. Gordon Johnson, CEO and founder at GLJ Research.